Hey folks, welcome to the Adventure Sports Podcast. Uh, today is actually uh, no episode at all. We are going to take a break for President's Day, but uh, part of the reason, too, we are taking a break is uh, I recently did a big adventure, which prevented me from working on the podcast over the weekend. Not a big adventure, actually. It was just a weekend trip, but it, it felt huge because it was a lot of people. It was like 15 people. And, and I want to kind of go through the story real quick because it was pretty entertaining. And, and, and we'll be back Monday with a brand new episode. But just to encourage you all out there, I want to tell you a few stories from our adventure. When we had a guest, Fraser Fraser Bunton, back on in like a year and a half ago, I can't remember, uh, the exact episode. I should have looked it up, but Frazier said that he and his friends, he's from Nashville, by the way, he wrote this this script and kind of this plan of like every year they go and do an adventure and they've been doing it for 15 years. Uh, he and like 12 other people and they have extremely strict rules on how to do the trip. Like you get one email six months before the trip with the price, the details, how much time you need to take off. It's usually you got to take three to four days of work off or, or, or two to three, something like that. And you get, you know, a week to respond with a yes or no and a deposit. And if you don't uh, uh, respond and make the deposit, you get pushed to the back of the line, like back of the waiting list. So there's this pressure to respond quickly and submit and to pay for it because that guarantees your spot for that year, but also your spot for, for future trips because they're amazing trips. So my friends and I got the idea after Fraser's episode, and I, I you should totally, I'm going to try to link it in the show notes here because it's it's an awesome episode. Uh, just gives you the framework on how to make adventures happen in your life because one of the hardest things as an adult is actually taking the time to do s- stuff. You know, h- how many times have we told each other or told friends or family, you know, we should do something one day. Full disclosure, my neighbor and I have been talking about like metal detecting for like a year. It, it literally like down the road from our house. Yeah, we should go metal detecting on that beach down the road. And until we put a date to it, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> and so seeing that problem and seeing that that's just how things work, Fraser and his friends said every year we are doing something no matter what. Doesn't matter if there's birthdays or graduations. If you can't make it, totally understandable if you know you have a baby or something or you're getting married or there's a death in the family but you're going to be pushed to the back of the waiting list just so you know so it he claims it's only possible with those extremely strict rules and it's been working for 15 years so my friends and I decided to take that concept and pare it down uh, away from once a year to one trip every eight weeks so you know every other month essentially because once a quarter felt a little too infrequent but once a month felt pretty busy with you know how how busy life is to do anything once a month is a lot but these trips are really short every eight weeks so we do a essentially a 24-hour trip every eight weeks and uh, we, we try to leave on Friday after work drive somewhere where we can all kind of meet up and, and camp or, or start the adventure Friday night. And then we have until Saturday night to do that. And so, it, you know, it does change. Sometimes we don't leave until Saturday morning. Then we have the full day Saturday and part of Sunday. We try to make it to where our spouses only have to put our kids to bed by themselves once. Uh, that's the goal um, because that's kind of the hardest time 
for a lot of us parents is getting the kids to bed, um, especially when there's more than one of them. So that's our goal to make these like micro adventures close to home, uh, but do them more frequently. And, you know, there's usually one or two that's a little more ambitious per year, but we've been doing this a year and a half now. Um, and this year, we uh, we we recently did did one over over, over the weekend, so that's that's kind of why I'm actually not doing an episode today. But let me tell you about it. We decided to do an overnight paddle trip down a river, down a creek, actually a creek that went into a river that went across a couple lakes uh, in Central Florida. And what was so cool about this adventure, I'm reflecting on it now, is the size of the group. It was 15 of us. Usually. We invite a bunch of people, but nobody can go, you know, for whatever reason. Maybe they don't have a bike if it's a bike packing trip or they don't have a kayak. But we try to have a lot of extra stuff, too, um, for people who, who might just be getting into the sport. So p- plenty of people have borrowed our bikes or borrowed a, a, a boat or something. But this particular trip, we invited everyone we could. And, you know, almost everyone said yes. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. And uh, we we had 15 people going down this little tiny creek, um, funny enough, near Orlando, Florida. And what was so cool about this trip was not the location, not the uh, e- exoticness, if that's a word, but it absolutely 100% checked the boxes of everything I would ever want out of an adventure. Uh, mishap. Uh, group dynamics, amazing conversations, beautiful sunrises and sunsets, uh, rugged elements, um, totally unforeseen and unexpected circumstances and people and characters. And uh, it, it, it was like a book, you know, all wrapped up into this weekend. And it was just so cool to see that, you know, after listening to so many amazing stories on this podcast, to see and hear just how amazing any experience can be if you decide to look at it that way. Like we had, I'm not kidding, it was one of the coolest trips I've ever done. And it was right outside of Orlando, Florida, one of the most non-adventurous places you could probably imagine in the sense of true adventure. But holy cow, there were snakes and gators and, and fish and wild people and wilderness and albino animals like we ran into so many things you would just never expect and had so many uh misadventures and wrong turns and uh obstacles to overcome um it was amazing and it was just a a great reminder that no matter where you are in the world right now no matter what you're doing and no matter who's around you adventure is right there Adventure is as abundant where you are as it is, you know, in the Alps or in the oceans or I- anywhere in the world. Any of these places that we hear about and talk about on this show, where you are right now is some amazing, exotic, life-changing place to somebody. Uh, maybe not for the reasons you you think or don't think your place would be, but, you know, when you mix in people and you mix in... Um, just the randomness of life and how amazing things can be. An hour from your home can feel like another planet. And that's what this last weekend felt like. Just, I felt like I was a million miles from home the whole time. It was absolutely incredible. And it was just very reinvigorating to remember that 
if you're not in a stage of life where you can take some massive month long or three month long or two week long trip, even, um, adventure is right where you are. If you choose to see it that way, so many things are new. Go down a street that you've never been, you know, maybe walk down a street that you've never been in your town. See, see something from an angle you've never seen it before. And I promise you, you'll, you'll begin to see that where you are and what you're doing and, and things that are close to you can be uh, as life-changing and as, and as impactful as traveling around the world to do something. And one of the benefits about doing adventures at home is, you know, you can do them more frequently. Maybe it isn't, you know, maybe once a year is a little too infrequent for you like it is for me. Um, but once every eight weeks is super doable. We're already planning the next one. So I'd love to invite everyone that listens to this show to these adventures, and I'd love to do more of them. I'm not sure I could do it more frequently uh, than eight weeks at a time right now, but I'll definitely keep everyone in the loop because the next one is going to be pretty cool. Probably another river trip. Um, just because the element of water seems to equalize people, you know, when you're on a bike, it's, it can be extreme differences, variations in, uh, capabilities, but on a river, for some reason, it just seems to make everyone, uh, you know, equal, you know, kind of levels the playing field. Um, and it's an amazing element to have in any adventure water that is. So, um, be listening out for that. I may or may not announce on the show. I might send it in the newsletter invitation for the next adventure uh, because I'll be honest, we've done this, we've done these for the last year and a half with like three people, me and my two friends or me and a handful of people. But this with 15 was so amazing. And I think I like that more. So I would like to say the more the merrier going forward. So of course, respecting you know the landscape. If, if if the trip can only handle five, then we'll do five. But if it can handle 20, let's go for 20. All right. Well, enjoy President's Day if you're in the U.S. If you're not, uh, we will be back on Thursday with another episode, and we'll be back on Monday, next Monday, with a brand new episode. Uh, so be listening, and I appreciate uh, just taking the break to actually get out there and do an adventure. That's the trade-off. When you host the show, you don't always get to do adventures. <laughs> so when you get the chance to do an adventure, that might not mean, or that might mean not hosting the show for one week. So appreciate y'all letting me take the break and uh, getting out there and actually creating stories for myself. All right. See you on Thursday. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.